welcome back to Guess the Show. Today, just me. I haven't done a solo podcast in a while. What a week has been. We got Grammys, which uh, most of the songs, half of them, I have no clue what are they, and I'm still kind of upset that the weekend didn't get any nomination. And we got St. Patrick's Day during the week. This year, because of the COVID outbreak, I didn't really care about much. And to be honest, that's another kind of green I care more in the stock market. My US friends, you guys got a steamy check, so I think most of people probably put some money in the stocks. Or of course, like they may like buy some other, it could be gym gear or could be home improvements or or could be just go into your savings. So happy for my friends in the US, got your steamy checks. So today we will not talk about Grammys or your how to use your steamy check. We talk about the CrossFit Open. 21.1 was over last week. I didn't do a podcast. I did a workout, but to be honest, I just don't think it was a good test. I know lots of people out there think, oh, it's such a great test, a new movement, test out your weakness. Those people complain about it, probably didn't practice at all. Yeah, whatever. Let's be real, lots of people didn't do, uh, practice wall walks in general. People just been practicing handstand push-up and handstand walks. Wall walks is more a movement I would say it's more like, don't get me wrong, it's not easy movement. But if you do it properly, you want to get your basic nose to the wall, which is a little bit closer compared to the standard. And also, when you walk out, you don't just flop, barely flop down. You want to walk all the way down and then get all the way down, get your chest to the wall. So, I got it, it's a new movement. Want people to practice something new, but also, it change up the movement purpose. It's kind of like asking people to do like Turkish get up for time. Supposed to be a movement to take your time, work on stability, but somehow you're going for time or get as many reps as possible in certain time. So uh, personally, I don't think it's a good test. And also so many people, you have no idea who they are or could be in their shorter people. And then somehow they jack up the leaderboard and you only have like three weeks this year to make it to the next stage. So one third of workouts basically favor the shorter people. Second week, we got a retest, 21.2, similar 17.1. Again, if you're shorter, you got like more benefits because shorter range of motion with high reps as well. Total, you got like 150 dumbbell snatch. If you're shorter athletes, if you like got half second quicker than the person next to you, there will be like 75 seconds total. If you get all the dumbbell snatches in, plus the burby box jump overs, depends on your efficiency, obviously. But also, if you're shorter, you get the benefit as well. Sorry about my rant about these two weeks kind of favor of short people. But today, my focus is help you guys to prepare for this workout and some strategy. So let's hope my podcast will help you out. 21.2 is actually is a retest, like I said earlier. The workout, I'm not going to talk about the whole workout, the rep scheme here. Go, if you don't remember, you can go to, or if you have no clue, go to Google, type a CrossFit Games Open 21.2, you'll find it. So it's workout contains with lots of dumbbell snatches. Prescribed weight is 50 pounds for guys, 35 for ladies. Should be in a weight quite standard for lots of people since 2017. I think the 17.1 came out, lots of people have been practicing the dumbbell snatch. So I remember back in the days, 
we both did this uh, movement, but we're not that efficient yet. We didn't know how to switch mid uh, mid air on the way down. Basically, we just like finish the rep overhead and then bring it back down to the floor and then switch. So the efficiency wasn't there, and also it adds up lots of tension on your back as well. I remember lots of people basically have a sore back for the next few days. Back in the days, uh, when I still try to get a good score for the open, I did it on Friday. Usually I will redo it on Monday, even Monday I still have a sore back. So I didn't want to do it, but I look at my video, my video didn't match the standard because my non-working hand basically put on the thighs, kind of like assist a little bit the whole time. So I had to redo it by no choice. And also funny story, that year, because the website was down, so I remember Tuesday, Tuesday morning Hong Kong time, Monday, US afternoon time slash evening time, there was a deadline, but the CrossFit Games open website was crashed. So they somehow extend another 24 hours. So there's some people, of course, they would take opportunity to redo it one more time. So then I can cram another attempt. And then the next day, which is um, Wednesday morning slash Tuesday afternoon in the US, the website had the same issue. So extend another 24 hours for submission. And then so I remember some people may keep redoing it every day or maybe like twice in the day. So I remember my friend actually did it four times total. But I remember he improved his score every time. So that was worth it. But I don't know how people can redo it more than two times because of this movement. Like such a like painful movement. It's really gassy and also you have a sore back for days. Now I just want to talk about how to warm yourself up and how to get more efficient with the movements so for those you did it in 2017 or uh, after 2017 in your training or whatever program you follow somehow you may have been you may have done this workout similar combos or lots of dumbbell snatches so i assume you've been practicing if you're alex athletes i assume you've been practicing switching mid-air because most of the time, dumbbell snatches require alternate in the workout. So I assume you've been practicing switching on the way down with this weight. Or some people, if you have some like Alex Plus programming or more advanced programming or individual programming, you may go for even slightly heavier weight. So I assume you take the opportunity to practice the switching on the way down. So if that's your way, of course, you're switching on the way down with this workout. If 50 pounds slash 35 pounds. If it's a little bit heavy for you, you usually don't do it in the workout. I would suggest warm a little bit, see if it's doable for you to switch mid-air. If not, you might need to do one at a time because if it's a heavy weight for you, you don't want to injure yourself just for this workout, especially this workout has so many reps and it's ascending reps. Start from 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. So if you can finish the whole workout under time cap, that's 150 reps, 75 reps per side. That's actually quite a lot. So I don't want to see anyone or hear anyone actually try to make, have a push for workout and then injure themselves and then they may be in potential out of the open. So let's talk about how to warm up first. I would suggest you may can do your general stretching or phone roll or however you let you lose up a warm up. Definitely stretch your back with an iron cross, scorpions, and then lose your hamstrings as well. And your hips, your calves, don't forget the calves because of the loss of jumping. And your shoulders as well, could be in 
one with shoulder stability or maybe some like light dumbbell snatch or uh, kettlebell swing overhead style to warm it up. And once you loose it up, I may suggest you do a primer or a mini workout. Again, don't worry about this mini warm up to get your heart rate up. It will kind of cost you some time or cost your score. You definitely need to get your heart rate up before this workout. This workout for most general population, probably if you like usually as an RX athlete or advanced athletes, let's say RX plus athletes and advanced athletes, it might take you 12 minutes to 15 minutes. And if you're like a general uh, RX athlete in the affiliate class, it may be like 16 minutes plus, or maybe right under the time cap, or even some RX athletes, they may have time to finish this under the 20 minutes time cap. So that mini spike, it doesn't mean anything. It actually like prepare for this long workout, long-ish or medium-ish. So uh, one of the examples I got it from Misfit, three rounds you don't have to like go for time you can start from it's three sets or three rounds 10 calories on the bike or roller depends on what's available for you it could be skier as well and then 12 kettlebell swing you can pick your weight whatever uh, nothing too crazy you can get your heart rate up three sets of it so first set go a little bit medium pace second round go a little bit faster third round or third set go back to your first round pace so you get your heart rate up and then you can walk around or do your general preparation, could be tape your thumb, change up your music or talk to your judge, but don't let yourself be in cold turkey before you start. That's why you do that prime or the mini workout. Make sure you keep you stay warm before you start. If somehow something happens, someone keeps chit-chatting with you, you may can do one or two more rounds or do some couple more reps on your dumbbell snatch or baby box jump over before the actual workout as soon as you're warm don't be in cold turkey before you start so for the movement efficiency i want you to break down both of the movements and their rep scheme and how to strategize so first of all dumbbell snatch i hope you guys been practicing how to switch mid-air but i know some people could be because of the timing or they just never practice so i would say do what you've been doing in your training on the game day that many reps it may be hard to change suddenly especially that many reps on your 10 and 20 you may feel okay but once you get your 30 your mind will be blown it may kind of mess you up so you don't want to change it up something suddenly on game day second thing tape your thumbs if you look at some crossfitters not the nail area but the thumb if you can look down that may be like the two inches area. You can see most of the crossfitters, experienced crossfitters have a scar on both sides. Those are from dumbbell snatchers. It could be from that 2017 workout because back in the days we got a scar. We got a bloody scar for like a couple days. And because no one knew we need to tape that area. So make sure you tape your thumbs. And if the 50 pounds, 35 pounds is not a big deal for you. You can usually do heavy weights with this movement. When you warm the movement, you can offer yourself lighter weights. And then I know what's the workout weights, but maybe go extra five or 10 pounds heavier. Do a couple reps before you go. So when you actually do the workout, you feel lighter, you feel more smooth. And for those people, if 50 pounds or 35 pounds, the weight is too heavy for you, or even scale division 35 slash 20 is too heavy for you or you don't do too often but you're doing that weight for the workout on the way down or after the rep you may feel a little bit tired or unstable i would suggest once you got the rep overhead the just say good rep 
use another hand, bring it down to your shoulder before I bring it down. Instead of shrink down, shrink from the overhead position down to the floor. That will keep your shoulder more healthy and less dangerous for you because suddenly do so many reps with weights you usually don't do in your training or in practice. And one more thing. If you can go for unbroken for this workout, obviously that's awesome for you. But I assume a lot of people might actually break or somehow got a no rep or the game plan just doesn't work during the workout because it's a very gassy workout and very high reps. So this workout is alternate dumbbell snatch. So after your last rep, make sure you know which hand you finish your rep last. Let's say I just did 10 reps left side was my last rep what i did in the workout was raising my right hand i know it's kind of groovy but i lift in my right hand to remind myself when i go back to the dumbbell that's the hand i should pick with the dumbbell because if i use the same side as the last rep i could get it up but i would get a no rep and then it just would say no rep and then it just kind of mess you up you don't want to get you that situation when your heart rate is high with the loud music and the fm cheering you on and then suddenly no rep if you ask why is that too late to ask, they just will try to explain to you, but you don't even bother to listen. So make sure you raise your hand, remind yourself which hand I'm going to use next. And for this workout, I wanted to go unbroken, but it didn't go on my way. I broke down the 40s and 50s. I went unbroken from 10, 20, and 30. So at 40, I did two sets. If you want to go for two sets, Let's say 40, for example, it's 40, set of 40. I will never go with the even number. I will not go for like 20, 20. I will always go with a couple reps more because mentally, let's say I, f I got, I think I got 24, 26. So mentally, when I pick up the dumbbell for the second set, I will say, oh, this is a couple reps less than last set. So mentally, I'll feel more comfortable. In 50, I did three sets as well. I knock up big set and then a medium set and then small set. I can't remember the 50. Let's say I did 24 and then 14 to 38 and then 12. Three sets got it done. So for some people, if you want to break down the set, uh, this is some example. You don't have to follow what I did because what I did was kind of random. I didn't plan ahead very well. So uh, you could be like me, go by your feeling or if you like to be strategized. Uh, here's some examples how to break down with the big set for the 30 you can do maybe in 20 and 10 it could be like 18 and, or 12. for your 40 we talked about it we want you to do descending style you will do 16 14 10 or four sets 14 12 8 and 6. for your 50 you can do 14 12 10 8 and six or whatever style as soon as it's descending style mentally you'll feel better it's way better than five sets of ten because once you say ten once you've done ten you're tired already and then you you're, you're just telling yourself oh shoot i still have four sets of ten it doesn't sound right for you mentally just like oh same rep scheme again but i'm even more tired so here's just some suggestions for you how to break down the high reps of course if you need to switch down do your thing and just be careful how to bring a dumbbell down and have a good setup. And most people usually have a sore back for this workout, during the workout or could be after the workout as well. So make sure you use your legs. You can set up with like a semi-squat or half-squat instead of a super stiff or straight leg setup. You don't want to get your hips super high, kind of like a super setup 
and then get your hips higher than your shoulder set up. If you usually have a sore back or feel like high volume squat or deadlift or dumbbell snatch, definitely sit your butt low a little bit more. Okay, here's the tip. Uh, so you use a belt or not, to be honest, this is a great topic I don't want you to talk about. I don't want you to spend too much time to talk about today. If mentally, if the belt helps you, go ahead and wear it. But I assume you manage to take it off and on between the burby box jump overs. And to be honest, if you've been doing 50 pounds and 35 pounds all year long, personally, I don't think it's necessary. But again, it's on your decision. But again, you just need to take the belt on and off. That costs you some time. So you have more than, you have quite a lot of transitions. So let's say after a set of uh, dumbbell snatch, you take off the belt. After your burby box jump overs, you put your belt back on. Let's say it takes you 10 seconds on and off the bell. That probably costs you like at least a minute or two for that. So you make a decision on the bell or not. And then the next movement, burpee box jump overs. Unless you're super efficient on both movements, you're super good at cardio. I would suggest steady pace on it. Don't fight through it because it's not worth it. You may can get super fast on your first set of burpee box jump overs, but the workout just start. You still have a long way to go. So I would suggest steady pace. For this year, you can step down, step up before you jump on the box. And then I would suggest do your burpee however you feel good. You can do the hopping down, like jump down and then step up. I did that. Or if you feel good on a burpee, jump down, jump up. Get yourself closer to the box first. Take the extra step or a step and a half or two step closer to the box. Jump on the box. Perfect or step down or however. You can jump down if you feel good, but if you, if this is a really gassy movement, step down or perfect. And then one at a time. There's no secret formula. You just gotta go one at a time. And no matter what, get your hover up. So one at a time, steady pace. And for me, I've been practicing this movement using both of the legs. So one rep I'll use my right leg to get down, perfect come down. One rep I'll use left. So to easier for you to execute this method if you don't really practice in your training. Think about when I do perfect, I want to face one direction the whole time. Could be in your judge, or if you don't like to look at judge, basically when you're perfect, I don't want you to see my judge the whole time. Then they'll make sure you're using both different legs the whole workout. Again, I know it's everything you, sh you should know it make sure you aim the box look at the box make sure you focus you don't want to trip you don't want to fail one of the jump and the mentally kind of like slow you down make sure you look at the box accuracy both feet landing and then come down however you like but make sure if you can finish under the time cap when you jump on the box or each set once you get you to 15 make sure both feet get you to the floor you got the credit for that rep or get the time uh, for the tiebreaker or the final time. Make sure both feet land. That's the way you get the rep in. So here's some tips. Hopefully that will help you guys out. And if you like my strategy, please share to your friends. If you still have not, subscribe my channel. Please subscribe my podcast. Could be on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you've been listening to. So good luck on 21.2 and hopefully you guys can beat your old 17.1. If this is your first time doing it, have fun, but make sure warm up properly and tape your thumbs. Enjoy it and let me know how it goes.